The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. The Premier announcing today that the government has declared a state of public health emergency it will come into effect a little bit later on this afternoon once it's signed off by the uh, Lieutenant Governor. Sit down. Restaurants, cafes, coffee shops, food courts, uh, there's some some changes there for them as well. Casinos shut down as well. Uh, we'll keep you updated. We'll keep reminding you throughout the afternoon. Well, as you can understand and you've seen over the past uh, couple of weeks that airlines, airlines um, just taking a huge hit on this one. One of Canada's biggest airlines is suspending international flights amid a global effort to slow the spread of the virus. In a statement on its website late Monday evening, WestJet President and CEO Ed Sims said the airline would be suspended to commercial and international, would be suspending commercial, international and trans border flights for 30 days. As well, Air Canada announced cuts of about 50% and the Canadian Airports Council is estimating airports across the country will lose $1.3 billion because of COVID-19. Brett Bala is the publisher of Western Aviation News. He joins me this afternoon. Hi, Brett. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Okay, these numbers are bad. If you were trying to explain it to my listeners, how bad is it? The easiest way to explain it is take your income, divide it in two, throw one half away. Oh, boy. It's just scary. It is scary. Um, Can you compare this to anything that we've seen before? I hearken back to September 11th. Yeah, and that's the that's the comparison that's made most often, but everyone I've talked to has said this is far worse than September 11th. And it's happening for a couple of reasons. Okay, September 11th was shut down. But back then, the government uh, ended up funding airlines. It ended up giving them three days of paying them as though they were flying full flights. So there was compensation pretty quick. Mm. This has no end point to it. And so no one really knows how far ahead to plan. So WestJet, you mentioned their suspension of international service. That's for 30 days, but it could go beyond that. And if it does, then it really, really starts to hurt. We've been uh, starting to hear about questions about bailouts, and I know there's a lot of businesses, there's a lot of, uh, from all different levels, uh, right across the country, right across North America, looking like, how the hell are we going to get through this? How are we going to surprise? How are we going or How are we going to survive? How are we going to pay our bills? When we talk about these bailouts, I mean, they would be massive, wouldn't they? They would be. I mean, you're talking in the range of, I mean, you mentioned airports, a billion dollars. Well, they're just hoping to get through this short-term challenge like you know if they have a bill that's due in 30 days they're trying to pay it and they don't have any money coming in to pay it so the real challenge is getting through the short term airports are pretty confident that eventually traffic will pick back up just as it did after SARS after uh, 9-11 but uh, how long will it last that's the key question so yeah we're talking probably in the range of billions of dollars you look at, uh, you know, WestJet itself and uh, the challenges that the province that it calls home has had over the past number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a, a kick all the way around in Alberta's pants as well. I have never seen WestJet talk about securing the financial viability of the airline. <laughs> they have never Was used those kind of words since 1993, since they were founded. So that tells you that, tells you that there's got to be a bit of... I don't want to say panic, but certainly concern in the boardroom. 
you know what, Brett, I'm curious to know about this because WetJet, WestJet has announced it and uh, Sunwing has done this uh, as well. WestJet saying that it's going to focus on bringing Canadians who are stuck abroad home. Sunwing also focusing on bringing Canadians back home. How will that work and what does that do for those airlines? Well, in Sunwing's case, it means planes are going down empty. So they're going south empty and coming north full. So that means they're just spending money to get down. There's no revenue coming in. It's just money going out. Um, In WestJet's case, it's interesting. They're the first ones who've talked about uh, partnering with the federal government to bring Canadians home. So that's an interesting twist to what they're doing. But what's happening is, and, and you have to imagine that WestJet's happening the same thing, charter airlines have seen almost 100% cancellations on their southbound routes. And that's where WestJet specializes, the leisure routes to Palm Springs, Los Angeles, uh, Orlando. Uh, you know, if charters are seeing 100% drop-off, you got to imagine that WestJet is seeing it too. So if they decided to start working with the federal government and uh, repatriating Canadians, how would that work? Would would the passenger have to pay to get um, back, or would it be the federal government? We've heard measures uh, put in place by the federal government to help people get home. It, would it be the government playing the airline then? Um, I, I, from what I've been hearing and what I've been uh, the discussions I've had, it's loans that the federal government is offering. And okay. so if you're away, they'll lend you the money to get back. Eventually, you'll have to repay. In fact, <laughs> I have to admit, my, my own brother, who's from Edmonton, is in the same situation. He's in Spain right now, and he's like, okay, how do oh I get home? Um, and and what, what is that looking like for him right now, Brett? Well, he said he's got a, he's got a flight booked on Friday, um, but he's not sure he can get out of Spain. So uh, <laughs> a lot of uncertainty going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Brett, what do you think that this looks like six months from now and then maybe a year from now? I think if we look, that, you know, that's an interesting question. Um, I had a conversation with, uh, with an airline representative yesterday who said, you know what, our summer bookings are still very solid. Mm-hmm. And so that's three months out. People are still taking the, uh, the mentality that they're going to go somewhere. So you have to think, after SARS, the airlines recovered. After 9-11, the airlines recovered. It took a few months, but they did come back, and they came back stronger. So maybe we'll lose some of the smaller players. There could be some bankruptcies out of this. It probably will happen. But the ones that stay will be a lot stronger. Look how much bigger Air Canada is now than it was just a few years ago. Yeah, Brett, I, I think you're you're right on the fact that there are a number of people that are still holding on to those um, vacations that maybe they've play, they've planned into July or August, or some people are waiting to book to see how this all plays out. Yeah. Do you think it's going to be tricky for the airlines and for um, the travel companies out there to get people back on the planes, to get people back traveling to places around the world, given what's going on, the uncertainty. What's going to what's gonna have to be done to, to ensure travelers that they'll be safe? Airlines, airports, above all else, sell safety. It doesn't matter what else they offer in the air or what fares they offer. If they're not perceived as safe, no one will book. So they will have to convince everyone that, A, they are safe, and B, the place they're going is safe. You know, it's been it's been something else. If you look even into last year with the plane crashes with the the Boeing Max, yes, that's and trying confidence. to. 
And that sh- that shook a lot of confidence uh, there. Um, and you know, just as they start to get that back and start testing that, then this happens. And again, two different things, right? I mean, uh, planes going down and a, and a virus, the potential of getting infected, are two different things. But it's been a tough go for the airlines. Um, but people still want to travel. People still want to get out there. Still want to relax, and they have to maybe um, travel for work. So this is going to be interesting to see how it plays out and see who's left standing at the end. It really will, and maybe it'll be the business travelers who make it happen first. That is logical and, and could quite possibly be. And they'll, the business travelers, the ones who have to go, will be the ones who keep the industry going in the next couple of months, too. Brett, I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I appreciate your time. My pleasure.